Stella. Sunny Stella. Running amidst the trees. Who's there? I said as I stood in my head. And nobody answered me. This is Blix. This is John. And uh, this week we're going to do a short podcast and we're going to talk about um, talk about just some stuff that's going to be going on and give you guys a little update on what we're doing with the, uh, the Savage World setting and where we're going to be this summer and talk about what our summer schedule is going to be like. So uh, first off, let's talk about the meeting we had. We, we had a designer's meeting for Savage Worlds, and things are moving along really well. The whole crew was there, everybody who's involved. Uh, we, we didn't have anybody missing, so we got all kinds of input. Richard was there, and, and Melody, so that was really good because as we had questions, they got answered right away. So everybody knows what they're doing. You think we're in a lot better shape than we were, say, last month with that? Oh, yeah. yeah at least we, ha- we have people, you know, we actually have more people. on Because before, folks, it was just me and Melody. Doing all this work, and uh, it's it's great to have actually more, more some very, very enthusiastic folks on on board with us to help us get this out and get it out. Hopefully this year, <laughs> I'm shooting for this year. We were, our original goal was to try to get like three books out, but it's turning out to be a little bit more daunting than we thought it was. So at least on my end, me and uh, uh, this other guy John that are going to be doing design work together for a portion of it, we're going to try and shoot to have all of our stuff done. And to uh, Richard by the uh, by the end of summer. At least that's our goal. If we can all do that, then you know that'll definitely put it within the reality of being done by the end of the year. <laughs> you know, not I'm not making up, not making any decisions for Richard or, or trying to tell you that you know anything's going to happen prior to whatever he's got scheduled going on. But just so you know, we're working on it. Really, you know, we're we're pushing ahead, and you guys should see it fairly soon. And we got we got a lot. A lot of good things. Um, uh, hopefully, we'll have a, a, a lot of. We're, we're going to flesh the world out a little bit, bit more for you folks. So you actually, starting GMs will actually have an idea of how to run a fringeworthy campaigns. So it should, you know, we're going. Every time we do this, we, we we always, you know, we always add another twist and add a little bit more to the game as we go along. Yeah, I think what's going to be helpful for this version more so than any of the previous versions is is that we're going to be doing the plot point material. So, you know, the game masters will have um, will have a lot more material on. Okay, I've got all these dimensions, and you know, got all this information. And what do I do with it? I mean, how do I get this ball rolling? And I think with the plot points, you'll definitely be able to get the uh, get the ball rolling in the right direction. Basically, what's going to be is like two or three, you know, two to three, or maybe some four page adventures, maybe some call one column or two column plot ideas. That you can use to build a much larger, larger game. The plot points usually have an arc, so there, there will be an arc in this one, and the player, and hopefully the players will enjoy this arc. 
Yeah, we were talking about it, and, and, and we were talking about how the arcs will work, and then how we'll have different seeds that you can insert in different places so that, you know, you don't have to follow the arc from beginning to end without anything else going on. There'll, there'll be adventure seeds to where, uh, you know, you get to a certain point, I'll say, you know, if they reach this point and they go, say, to ne- they're going past negative four, you can run this encounter so that, you know, it might be, you know, it starts out uh, an IDEP member laying on the portal or on the platform and he's injured. And that's how that adventure starts. And then, you know, it just gives a description of why he's laying out there and what's going on. And then they can decide to act on it or not. You know, they might say, oh, well, let's bandage him up and take him back to IDET. Or they might say, let's go get these guys that hurt him. Or as you as the game master, you might say something like, well, you know, and then he dies in your arms. And then you can go from there. You, but you would know your players best, so you can take that whatever direction you want. But those are the kind of things you'll run into in, in the plot point section. Yeah, and I hope we would try to design it so that it's... Uh, it goes from you know from season play season characters up to either legendary or at least heroic, but it's not a full campaign because you get to fill in the blanks between the ve- different adventures as as you see fit. Right, because these adventures are not going to take you up to those levels. No, you only you only do that would be like doing like five points every the adventure, and that's yeah, unfortunately that's 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 inflation. You want to take your time to go through. Right, and and not to mention you know. Th- these are again. You're right. These are not modules. These are not like full fledged adventures. They're basically telling the game master, "This is what's going to happen. This is what's going on." And then you know you do with you do with it as you feel as you see fit. Like you know gather you probably have to gather your own maps up. So if you want them to go in and and infiltrate some area, you know you're going to have to come up with your own maps for for buildings, or you can just run it in your head. You know you don't always have to have maps. You can always just say as the players are going along, say. Uh, which way to go, left or right, and then you know you just decide whatever they say. They're going to go the right way. They get there when you decide they get there. Yeah, maps are your friend. You know, roll out your marker and just draw it on the old map, and there, there you go. There's your right. So you can you can always do that. And there are plenty of if you go on RPG Net or RPG Now, uh, you can find plenty of plenty of generic stuff. You know, and then you can just plug those in. We'll have a bunch of encounters in the book. You know, a bunch of things for you to people for you to interact with, but you can also go to the regular Savage Worlds book, the Explorer's Guide, and there's a ton of people in the back. You know, you go to uh, Germany during World War II. There's a whole section on Nazis of people you can use. You just pull them right out of the book and use them as is. And there's other campaigns too out there too that you can you can pick up and and use. You know, so you go to this one world and you run a couple of the adventures that are written for someone else. That's okay. It works out just fine. Right. So, so yeah, so we're moving along on this, and it's going to be awesome. I, I, I foresee it being really, really cool. So what else is going on this, this summer? I'm going to OGC July 23rd to the 26th, and that's up in New Hampshire, up in Nashua, which is near uh, Manchester. And it's uh, it, it's a, it's a moderate-sized gaming convention. It's not big. It's, not, it's nothing like, uh, you know, Dragon Con or, or some of the other really big ones like Gen Con. Yes, it's nothing like yeah. Gen Con. Uh, it, it's I think it's they have like three hundred like people Con out there. It's Gen Con, right? Right. <laughs> right. There's there's like three hundred people go to this, but the one thing it is that is different than a lot of the conventions is it's pure gaming. That's all this convention is. There's no comic books or science fiction or anime or any of that kind of stuff. It's all gaming. It's first floor of a hotel and filled with gamers. Just running games. I'm going to go to that, and I'm going to be running uh, what we have developed for the Savage Worlds Friendsworthy stuff already. I already have an adventure that I'm going to be running. And I have open slots. I have plenty of open slots because I'm going to be running it three times. So if you live anywhere 
near New Hampshire. Boston's pretty close. Boston's only about 30 miles from, from this area. So uh, you should come out and get in the game and have some fun with it. It's going to be a pretty cool adventure. And then uh, at the, in Labor Day, I'm going down to Dragon Con, and Bruce and I are going there, and we're going to uh, divide and conquer on the Fringeworthy front. He's going to be doing D20 Fringeworthy, and I'm going to be running Savage Worlds Fringeworthy. So if you're going to be at Dragon Con, which I know there's a lot more of you listening to this that has a potential of being there than, than at OGC, uh, definitely uh, look us up because we'll have tables. And we're going to try and do... We might, well, we might try and do a, uh, a live podcast there, a live Fringeworthy podcast there, but that's up in the air right now because I don't know if we can still get in on the schedule because we kind of thought of that a little late. But anyway, we're definitely going to be there. You know, come check us out. And uh, John, you got something going on? We're going to be uh, running a uh, Fringeworthy game, uh, Savage Fringeworthy game at uh, Dragonflight uh, 2010 here in Seattle. Uh, it's going to be held in the Bellevue Hil- uh, Hilton Hotel. Uh, 50, it's 52 hours. It's been uh, running for several years. This is technically this is Dragonflight 31, so 31 years of, of gaming, and it's, it's a fairly big event. I'm also running uh, two other TriTech games, uh, running Hardwired Hinterland Savage Worlds, and and of course Bureau 13 uh, Savage Worlds. So I'll have you know three three different games you can come in and, and get and get involved with the uh, Savage World. The Fringeworthy game is a uh, is a first contact game. I wrote an adventure where it's basically first contact with the Roman Universa folks, and you're you're playing team two and you're getting to uh, uh, you're 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 finding out how hard a first contact can be sometimes. Cool. That's that's really cool. So we'll have we'll have some lots of combat. In fact, there is a there is a major combat. I, I have a major combat scene planned. It should be very interesting. When when is that? When is uh, Dragonflight? It's August thirteenth through August fifteenth, in in the in Bellevue, Washington, which is basically right across from Seattle, from Seattle, Washington, right across Lake Washington. So you're talking like about five ten miles. I don't have the information for this, but it'll be in the links. Uh, I know I know it's in the beginning of the year. Next year, I'm going to Total Con. I got an invite for that, so I'm definitely going to be going there. And then it's too hard to say what I'm going to be doing beyond that next year. I'm going to try and do more stuff because we're actually going to have some stuff out. Hopefully, I would love to be able to take an actual book, an actual paper book, Fringeworthy Savage Worlds to Total Con, but we got to work that out because we're still trying to uh, trying to work out the, the whole print on demand thing, um, which which I can foresee us doing, uh, but that's going to be up to Richard. It's totally up to Richard, but we're going to tr- we're, we're actually working on that front, so we'll, we'll see how that works out. Yeah, those you like like real paper books, right? Right. We have nothing against PDF. We'll definitely still be doing that, I'm sure. But I would like to get some printed books out because some people just will not deal with anything but but paper books. You know, some people will not review games unless they're using a paper book, unless, they have, unless you give them a paper book to review. So yeah, we're still working on that. And I can't think of anything else that I'm doing gaming-wise yet. I'm also running a, uh, we actually do a one-day free uh, gaming convention here called the Emerald City Game Fest. We're running, we're running that, I believe, in November. We haven't nailed down the date yet. Unfortunately, I'm running that, so I usually don't get the game convention, but uh, I'm going to throw it out there anyway. <laughs> it's free. Family, it's family friendly, and we're always looking for as many people as possible to show up. Right. Absolutely. Yep. Yep. And um, well, I also put out there that uh, I live in the Baltimore area, Baltimore, Maryland, and our gaming group gets together 
uh, on Friday nights. So if anybody out there lives anywhere close enough that they might want to try out any of this stuff, you know, if you contact me through the show, I definitely would, you know, consider, you know, bringing you in, letting you play with us and see how it goes. Uh, you know, groups can be, groups can be tricky sometimes. Um, you know, with who your players are and everything, but we definitely would try out anybody, let anyone stop by and, and, you know, give it a shot. So, um, so I'll just throw that out there right now. Actually, you know what? I'll put my email address in the show notes so that you, if, if you are in my area or if you're even going to be in my area for like a long weekend or something, visiting some family or something and you were like, Hey, I could, I could come by one Friday night and just try it out. We'll bring you in. We're good with that. As long as you're not like an ax murderer or something, but you know. All right, so um, so I guess the one other thing that we need to talk about before we wrap this show up is that we're going to a summer schedule, and that has to do with the fact that um, you know we have vacations and time spending time with the families and and then uh, conventions to go to and things to prepare for for the conventions, and we're trying to get the Savage Worlds Fringeworthy out, and I think. Uh, John, I think you're also working on Bureau 13, Savage Worlds at the same time, kind of, sort of. Incursion, so yeah, Bureau 13 Incursion. So, but basically, a lot of the work is is common is common stuff. Yeah, but but still, there's a lot going on this summer. There's a lot going on this summer. So what we're doing, uh, we're still going to put out a show every week, but they're going to be shorter episodes. So they're going to be more like half an hour in that range. So you might get some two-parters because we've recorded a lot of them already. Uh, so what we might do is as we edit them, we might cut them in half and be a part A and a part B. And if we cut any show in half, it'll definitely be part A, part B, back to back. We won't split those up over any period of time uh, other than that week. So our show is going to be a little shorter. For some people, they might like that. I don't know. Some people like shorter podcasts. Uh, for those of you that really like the hour-long format, it'll come back at the end of summer. And we might even have some surprises at the end of summer. So that's it for this for this show. Um, if you guys have any questions or you you know you want to comment, you know please comment. Feel free to comment. We 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 don't get any, but that's that's what we find with most uh with most podcasters. That that's the biggest complaint is that nobody says anything. So please, people, get out there, and post, say something, yeah. you know anything, whatever you. Let us know you're even gonna, if, if you're going to run something at a convention. Yeah. Oh yeah, absolutely. Oh. Absolutely. If you're going to run something at a convention, absolutely post it. Get on the uh, the Facebook page if you so dare, because uh, I know a lot of people don't have Facebook and they don't want to get into it. But if you're on Facebook or uh, or you're not on the forums, you can do it on the forums, absolutely. Or you can just make a comment on the uh, on the the um, the Fringeworthy uh, podcasting page or even the uh, Yahoo group. So we actually have a bunch of places where you can let us know what's going on. Right, so if you're going to be at a convention and you want to run something, let us know. We'll put it out there. We'll, we'll get people into your games, hopefully. Yeah. Uh, yeah, we'll get people and, in their games. There's no hope about it. <laughs> right. Well, that's true. And, uh, you know, also other people like to hear about what's going on, you know, in your games. So if you're running something, um, especially to our international friends, I mean, I, I want to put out a big, especially to our international friends. I'd like to see how uh, somebody in Italy is running Fringeworthy, you know, because there could be you know, a whole different mindset on how they run it, you know, because, you know, we're very, you know, American-centric, you know. Americans. Uh, Americans, yeah. right. So, so, so we, you know, we, we run things with our sensibilities and the way, you know, the way we see the world, but, you know, everybody sees the world differently. So we would definitely love to hear from people from other countries. I mean, like China, if you're, if you're Chinese and you're listening to this, 
um, especially if you're in China and you know you're running Frenchworthy at all, you know, absolutely post because I would love to hear you know from that perspective, from a totally different perspective. And we really want to know: Did we get Wei Lei's name right? It actually happened with our FTL game. We actually came up with a name for um, the uh, this leader of Brazil. It turned out we got wrong. And a Brazilian fan let us know we, well, how it was wrong to be corrected in the later, later editions. <laughs> Excellent. So, so absolutely. Anyway, um, so I think that's about all I've got for this show, John. What that do you sounds think? good to me. All right, then, folks. Well, just keep keep tuned. And um, next week we'll have a regular show on a regular topic. Um, but we thought it would be important that you get uh, an update of what's going on and where we're going with things because we haven't done one of those in a while. So um, just stay tuned. And um, that is all for now. This is Blix signing off. Remember, bullets speak louder than words. And this is John. Keep those cars and wheels coming in. Please. Every five minutes, a transplant candidate dies while waiting for a heart, a liver, a kidney. Imagine a technology that could provide those life-saving organs for a nominal fee. Imagine what risks a company would take to monopolize that technology. On a remote island in the Canadian Arctic, PJ Colding leads a group of scientists who have discovered this holy grail of medicine. Their method? Illegal. Their result? A computer-engineered living creature, the ancestor, an animal whose organs can be permanently transplanted into any person. There's just one problem. These ancestors are not the docile herd animals that Colding's team envisioned. Instead, their work has given birth to something big, something evil, something very, very hungry. Ancestor is a thriller written by New York Times bestselling author Scott Sigler. Available in bookstores everywhere or listen in for free at scottsigler.com.